0: What started as a Saturday morning coffee date turned into a podcast where we chat about things like faith, family, finances, and so much more.
1: We're just a husband and wife living this devoted life, and we're here to help you live this devoted life too.
0: If you enjoy this podcast and want to help support our ministry, there are a few things you can do.
1: Please subscribe to this podcast, leave us a review, and share these episodes with your friends so that you can help them live this devoted life too. Welcome to another episode of This Devoted Life Podcast. We received some really sweet feedback this week from some fellow listeners, and we just wanted to say thank you because we know that it takes time and effort to actually you know, write out your thoughts and what you're thinking and to send feedback in. But we want you to know that we really do read every single comment and suggestion, and um, if you have any topics that you want us to cover Um, We really appreciate that feedback. So we just wanted to say a big thank you to those of you who have actually taken the time to write in to us.
0: It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I think you said it earlier, uh, right when, you know, we're kind of overwhelmed with we we have some projects going on in the house and um, we've uh, purchased uh, a sauna actually and uh, got that set up. And (laughs) obviously just with the kids and work and everything, you know, it gets a little overwhelming and uh, you get a awesome message. Uh, words of encouragement from uh, some of you listeners and and, man it just really puts a spring in your step.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, It encourages us to continue to make these. So We just kind of wanted to start this off by just saying thank you. Um, But you mentioning the sauna actually is a perfect segue into (laughs) what we're going to be talking about today. So we want to talk about five healthy habits for stay-at-home moms or just Mm -hmm. women in general. So these are five habits that I personally have implemented over the years and have found helpful in, you know, my spiritual growth, physical health, like that type of thing. So, um, yeah, I guess
0: yeah we uh we're again she mentioned we're gonna focus on the woman or the mom um on this entire episode um I'm sure we'll interject lots of things that uh, maybe complement some things that the husband and or the father or you know whoever the man um can do and does. Uh, But next episode, we're going to do basically the same thing, only focused on the man. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, We basically broke them down into five general disciplines or areas. So uh, the first one we have listed here is physical health. So what, Chanda do you do (laughs) for your physical health?
1: Well, so this is an area that I have actually found to be very difficult with four kids. It was easy for me to put this on the back burner. Um, you know, sometimes like you're so touched out physically at the end of the day that you're just like not really wanting to put any more effort into it, or you're up all night long with Mm -hmm. a newborn or whatever. Um, but I'm kind of coming into a new phase of life now. And so I've really tried to be much more diligent in what I'm doing, but I think the biggest thing, and and it was kind of like almost like this realization that I had recently, was I didn't need it to be like this big thing. I needed to make a small sustainable change for Mm me. Something that I was going to to be able to continue to do and not dread doing it on a daily basis. Um, So I started using um, Pilates as like my my exercise routine for the morning. And, um, specifically I use an app called Lindy. Well, um, and they have your workouts just like listed for you every morning you wake up and Oh, there's a video there for you to do. Um, and they're anywhere from like 15 minutes to at the most 30. And so it felt like something that was very, um, very attainable for me. And I kind of laughed because like, I've tried different workout programs in the past, but (laughs) I always dreaded them, like mm-hmm. dreaded them. I was like, oh, I know this is good for me, but like, I hate this. You know, it was like a grind. <laughs> you go and to I sleep
0: just... at night and you're just like, ah, oh, I don't want to wake up tomorrow and actually go work out. Exactly. Or, yeah. And like,
1: <laughs> while those routines were effective, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you can get healthy, you know, using those routines, but I just, I didn't enjoy them and they weren't sustainable for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up starting up Pilates. I mean, this has been probably almost six months now that I've been doing this faithfully and just making that one small change, like 15 minutes in the morning is something that I can find, you know, and it has been huge for my health. I can tell I have more energy. I feel strong. Mm -hmm. You know, I, uh, I'm like, look, I actually have, I have some muscle here now, you know? (laughs) So it wasn't all about like weight loss. It just was like, I realized, you know, mid Getting to upper 30s, I was like, I need to do something for the long term physical health of my body. I want to be able to continue to keep up with my children. I want to continue to um, be vibrant, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I really just wanted to create a sustainable habit for me. And that was definitely one of the things that has really helped me in the past six yeah. months.
0: Yeah, you you really have. I've really been proud of you for uh, sticking with it. And it's just that consistent showing up every day and doing it. And um, and honestly, we one of the benefits that I think in addition to those, um, you know, just being in better health and more fit is the kids pick up on it. Too. I
1: think uh, I think she actually came running up to you today and was like, "Daddy, I was in the basement working out." Yes, and yeah, she was yeah. like, "Look at my muscles," and you were like, <laughs> "What were you doing?" She's like, "I was lifting weights," you know. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's like, awesome. So yeah, so definitely like taking care of ourselves physically mm-hmm. is an example to our children. You know, our bodies are a temple of the holy spirit and so yeah. we do need to make sure that we are taking care of that temple. And so um you know physically that was that was one of the big habit changes. But one thing that I wanted to say too was that a lot of times I hear that moms skip meals mm-hmm. and that is something that I really think is not wise because we need to have nourished bodies and skipping meals is not going to do that. Yeah. And so I um, I just want to encourage you um, to seek out like nutrient dense meals and to not skip meals. It's so easy to be throwing meals on a plate for the children. And mm-hmm. then you find yourself like, I don't know what to eat now, you know, or yeah. you're so focused on them that you forget to feed yourself. And so I think that's one thing that I just want to encourage you know, moms who are listening just to take care of yourself, you know, physically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we all have different goals and different situations that we're in and things that we're working on. So, you know, if you have a a week or two um, routine where maybe part of that is to skip a meal or something. Yeah, we're not saying absolutely do not do this or whatever, but um, the the point is is to make sure your body is being nourished uh, the way that it should be, and mm-hmm. eating more of those whole foods and things like that, um, kind of more natural foods. So, yep, yeah, definitely, good stuff. Anything else on the physical, or should no, I think we? That's it. All right, the next one here is spiritual health.
1: Okay, as far as spiritual health goes, um, you know that nothing can replace the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so that is probably one of the biggest takeaways I'm going to talk about some things um, you know, as far as like spiritual health, but I hope that the biggest takeaway is is that nothing can replace the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, in these um, you know, like in the little years, I found that I was really struggling to get into God's word more regularly. And so I started um, doing what I implemented. I called it the 555 plan. I was like, I can find five minutes to read my Bible. <laughs> yep. I can find five minutes to pray. And I can find five minutes to read a book that encourages me. And so, I mean, it seems so small, but those little drops in a bucket really do add up. So they these do. early years, it just was paramount to me to find something once again that was attainable, that's probably going to be the theme of this, um, you know, podcast is just finding attainable things and sustainable things things that are that you can do but that really add up in the long run and so just getting into God's word and just saturating yourself in his word is the best thing that you can do um because as you're reading through God's word you really start to learn the heart of God mm-hmm. and when you start learning who God is you learn more about who you are because of who you are in him yep. and so um You know, now we're not in the little years quite as much anymore. I really have been trying to be more diligent and just getting even more of God's Word into our lives. You know, you and I started uh, reading through the Bible in a year, and that has been a lot of fun for us to do together, um, just because we're able to talk about things together that we're reading and, um, you know— Just once again, it's just that saturation. Yeah, Uh, and
0: it kind of creates a common bond. You know, I mean, we uh, like you said, we can talk about it. We can uh, kind of collaborate, and uh, you know, little nuances. Obviously, every time you read through the Bible, you know, even though you read through it all the time, it's there's always something new, Mm -hmm. and it prompts a conversation. And we just like to, you know communicate and not only do we talk about communication a lot from a marriage standpoint, Mm -hmm. but like you said, getting in God's word is uh, allowing him to communicate to us and it strengthens that communication.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, and I really do like having um, you know devotionals and stuff to Mm -hmm. go along with because a lot of times I find myself floundering, you know, like I don't know what to read. I mean, obviously anything that you read in God's word is good, but Mm -hmm. having a good topical study or, you know, like I said, we're reading through the Bible in a year, having something that just gives you direction for reading, I think can be really helpful. Yes, it's more intentional. But as I said before, like it cannot replace God's word though. Sure.
0: So the next one is mental and emotional health. (laughs)
1: Okay. When we were coming up with topics for this, I kind of laughed at this one because my big takeaway for this is to institute a quiet time (laughs) for your family. That is like the biggest thing I think that I have done in the past and to do regularly still now is an hour of quiet time. It seems to always be like that afternoon, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometime between like two and four where it just seems like everything is just getting kind of crazy in the house. And so for us, just having that little bit of space and just telling the kids to go to their rooms and... And they they know when it's coming. I'll be yeah. like, okay, it's time for us to all have a rest time. And this isn't a punishment. They know it's not a punishment. It's just a time for them to go and do something quietly for a little while. This is the time that I'm able to either catch up on things. Mm-hmm. This is the time that I can do something just for me, whether it's just recharge by sitting and reading a book. Or, I mean, sometimes it's just... Getting something done really helps me, right. you know, yeah, mentally. Exactly. Just getting that that done, um, and so yes, if that that is my one takeaway from that, was just institute a rest time. And I know a lot of people might ask, well, how do you implement, you know, that rest time? Mm-hmm. And it does just start with. You know, maybe telling your kids what is expected and just start doing it. And mm-hmm. pretty soon it turns into a habit. And, yeah. you know, some things that the kids do, like they'll read books. Sometimes my son will, you know, make paper airplanes and mm-hmm. stuff and like read through like a paper airplane book. And he's sitting and doing that or like Legos yeah. or, um, you know, something like that. Something quiet that they can do. It doesn't always have to be that they're in their beds. That just is an easy place for me to send the kids mm-hmm. um, where we still have some that might fall fall asleep during that time. <laughs> and so if they're all just in their beds, then um they're already there, you yeah, know, but yeah. it doesn't have to be where like everyone's like super quiet. It's just more people need a little bit of space sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I need a little bit of space. And when you have, especially as homeschoolers, we're around each other all the time. Everyone just needs a little bit of time to recharge themselves, <laughs> you know, and just to do something quietly. Yeah. So
0: yeah, it, I think if uh, it, and again, I know you know, there's people that have a lot more children than we do, and so they might laugh at uh, us talking about having four kids. But I, if if anyone was able to spend even 10 minutes with us uh, at certain times, they would you you would all think, wow, this is <laughs> we this were, is very tiring. <laughs> we were
1: laughing at dinner tonight. Yeah. Literally, you and I looked, yeah, at, each looked other, at each
0: other. Yeah, we looked at each other like, wow.
1: Like, what is going on? <laughs> it wasn't bad, like, no, at yeah. all. But it just seemed like the volume was, like, through the roof for yeah. every single person Energy talking.
0: level is out yeah. of this world. Everyone yeah. was excited.
1: <laughs> they had a story to tell and you and I were just like we just wanted a quiet this is later. intense yeah, <laughs> yeah so it, I mean it was it was a lot of fun and but yes sometimes yeah. it can be it can be a lot sometimes <laughs> uh,
0: that's awesome no I love it and, and this is simple and actionable right yes, yep, exactly. so th- that's a good thing um, intellectual health and personal growth
1: I think, you know, as a homeschooler, um, I love the idea of being just a lifelong learner because I am telling my children that they need to learn this. But if I'm never exemplifying that to them, how are they going to think of it as a priority? Mm -hmm. And so um, I, there are some things over the years that I have learned, like one of them, like, um, I guess I do a lot of reading, so that is an easy way to be a lifelong learner. You can learn things by just reading, so yeah. letting your kids see you read. But um, I recently have been trying to learn the cello. Um, that has been something that I have wanted to learn for a very long time. and you were so sweet. This was like three years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Um he knew that I had been wanting to, um, you know, learn to play the cello. And so for Christmas, you told me one year you said, I am getting you a cello for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you said, I do not expect you to learn this right now because clearly we are in a <laughs> yeah. absolutely crazy time and you don't have a lot of time, but I want it to be available to you for when you do find those little stray moments in your day and you want to sit down and learn the cello, you can do that. Yeah, And so... You know, my daughters are learning violin. And so they see mommy practicing their or my cello. And it's so sweet, because um, our oldest will actually bring her violin in and want to sit down and practice with me. I mean, it's Absolutely we're crazy sounding with the cello and the violin going, and we're not playing the same thing, you know, whatever. But it's just, it's that, beautiful, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Only a mother could love it. That's yeah.
0: right. Yeah. No, but it's, it's fun. And you, I mean, you've improved uh, tremendously. Oh, you've thank been you. doing it a lot more lately. And like you said, it's just, it's available, and you mm-hmm. sit down and you just, it's a, actually a creative outlet, I think, for you. It is. It's yeah. a creative
1: outlet, but it's also stretching me. It's mm-hmm. causing my brain to learn something yeah. new. And, you know, learning something new really does just keep your mind younger. And yeah. so um am just trying to exemplify that. And, I mean, there are so many things that we can learn to do at any phase of life. You mm-hmm. know, I learned to knit, you know, a few years ago to, um, I mean, just all of these, you know, it's like, where do you find time to do this? And it's just like... In, the, in these stray moments, yeah. I'm picking it up and I'm learning something new. And um, yeah, I think it's just setting the example and and establishing a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, that's good. Awesome. So that uh, brings us to the social health aspect of our lives. What do you do for social health?
1: So for social health, um, you know, I know that a lot of moms can struggle in this area because we we talk regularly about finding community and mm-hmm. and how do you find that community? And I think being intentional with putting yourself out there and you know, it might be uncomfortable at first, but if you um, put yourself out there and just get involved in different groups, you are eventually going to find your people. And so, mm-hmm. you know, for the habit that I have tried to establish as far as community goes is – um just getting together regularly with either, you know, like-minded couples um, Mm -hmm. where you and I can get together with them or getting together just with mom friends, you know? And so it's kind of a funny story. I years ago when I first started homeschooling, um, I put my name into the wild and free group online. Um, I linked my Instagram account and I was like, I don't know what this will do, but I will put my name out there, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, uh, someone reached out to me on Instagram and she was like, Hey, I see that you live, fairly near me. I mean, she was like an hour and a half away, but she said, "Um, in your city is a Charlotte Mason book club. And she Mm -hmm. said that I attend. She said, I drive there because it's awesome. Like you should really try coming to it. And so I went to this book club and just started going. I did not know a single person. And I think that's part of the, like, just put yourself out there. You, Mm -hmm. In order to meet people, you have to be uncomfortable sometimes. And so I started going to this Charlotte Mason Book Club. Now here I am like five years later and some of my best friends are from that book club. So little did I know that putting myself out there and just Mm -hmm. linking an Instagram account on, you know, the Wild and Free uh, website would bring about relationships that have lasted years now. Mm. And there are people that I consider my best friends. Some of them I formed a homeschool co-op with now, and I still attend that Charlotte Mason book club once a month and get together with them. And so, um, just for, our overall health, you know, we have to have community. You know, the Bible says that it's not good for man to be alone. You know, Mm -hmm. like we were made for community. Mm -hmm. And so it is really important for us to just be intentional and to put ourselves out there and just to make it a habit to get together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, So, With the book club and the knitting. Are you sure you're in your (laughs) mid-30s? I might be in my 60s. Yeah, give or take 30 years. Oh, my goodness. I
1: remember (laughs) I brought my knitting to our son's baseball game a couple years ago. And,
0: uh, and the
1: look on your face while I was sitting there she
0: like comes walking up with the stroller and the kids and you know plops down and I think it was like kind of cold out so you got like a big blanket on <laughs> probably and then, a
1: shawl that I knit probably
0: a shawl that yeah exactly and then you pull out your knitting stuff and I'm just like uh, I don't know <laughs> I don't know who this lady is
1: you love me I know oh, you I do too. yeah
0: and honestly like you said it's all things that um, that stretch you, that yeah. uh, encourage you to just kind of step out of your comfort zone, or um, yeah, just learn something new, things yeah. like that. I so don't bring awesome.
1: it every time because I don't want to no. totally yeah. embarrass you. No, I'm just Again, kidding. <laughs> you know I love it. No, I'm just teasing you.
0: But yeah, yeah, so. yeah good stuff. So this was a list. Obviously, there's hundreds of things that you could probably fit in here. And we actually haven't discussed this, but I think this is probably something that we should revisit periodically, yeah. um, go through these five things and uh, kind of like, you know, this is right now a little snapshot into our lives yeah, um, definitely. and into your life specifically with this list. So I think, you know, as time goes on, you know, maybe every, you know, six months, twice a year, whatever, we could maybe revisit this mm-hmm. and talk about kind of what's going on in our lives. Right yeah. now.
1: We definitely always want to be able to give you information that's actionable, something that you can take Take what we say and Mm -hmm. apply it however you see fit. Obviously, you're not going to take these five principles and apply all of them to yourself, but we share what we are doing and what God is doing in us in order to be an encouragement to you. So, if there was just one takeaway that you were able to get from it, then it was worth sharing.
0: Yeah. And I would encourage you to actually sit down um, and, you know, whether you put some notes on your phone or, you know, go old school with the paper and pencil, that you would think through these five things. It's your physical health, your spiritual health, mental and emotional health, intellectual health and personal growth, and social health. And just jot down maybe one thing in one of these that uh, maybe you want to make a change or an improvement on. Yeah,
1: definitely. And we all have area areas of improvement that we oh, can sure. do. Yeah. So like we're just sharing the things that we're doing well right now. There's a lot of areas mm-hmm. within those that we could definitely improve Oh, in, for sure. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So, Good stuff. all right. Well, I think that might be a wrap for this episode. So, until next time, we wanted to encourage you to seek God, love your spouse, hug your kids, and stay devoted. Thank you for tuning in to this Devoted Life podcast with James and Shanda. We appreciate your support in sharing biblical, uplifting truths with the world. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us to improve the show and we'd love to hear from you. Be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. To learn more about how to live a life devoted to God and family, head over to thisdevotedlife.com. You can also follow me, Shanda, on Instagram at devoted underscore motherhood. Thank you again for listening and we look forward to seeing you next time on This Devoted Life Podcast.